Welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Tony, Adam, and Liza. Hi, everyone. Hey. 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 So this is kind of a big day, right? Everybody's a little excited. I think all of our listeners have heard the news, and I'm just going to touch on it real quick, and then I'm going to open it up to discussion. So first of all, the mask issue. Uh, now you don't have to wear masks outdoors. You still have to wear them indoors and in lines. We'll go more in depth with that. Um, social distancing has been reduced and cast members will still need to wear their masks. Now, no changes in Disneyland. Guys, it's a lot. What do you think? Yay. Yay. Oh, and can we also discuss the plexiglass coming down? The plexiglass comes down too. I mean, okay, so for people who haven't been there, there's been plexiglass dividing some of the rides. So that's gone. I am so happy about that. The mask didn't bother me as much as the plexiglass. The plexiglass, when I saw it's tough to be a bug, it was just really distracting. When I rode, it was distracting. Yeah, yeah when I rode Runaway Railway, it was distracting. Um, if you're sitting in the back seat of that vehicle, it's not as good of an experience. Living with the land, it was just ugh. So glad it's gone. Yeah, I thought. I thought when we were on Living with the Land, I was like, yeah, that's kind of odd, you know, to have that all in there. And also Mickey's Runaway Railway, you know, you're like all excited to be on this ride. And then you're like, oh, yeah, okay. So good good riddance to that. I, I think the, the worst part of those rides is it wasn't even really plexiglass. It was like a shower curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Thick you shower know? curtain. And it, yeah, it just, it diffracted the light. It, 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 you know, if there were any colored lights you couldn't yeah. see, there were glares. If it was straight plexiglass, that would have been one thing. But that flimsy shower curtain plexiglass, uh, I, even I'm calling it plexiglass, but it's not. Uh, is horrible, and I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm hoping it's all down by the time I get there next week. Is that your way of rubbing it in that you get to go next week? Um, this coming from the woman who's there like 19 <laughs> times a year. Yeah, but I live closer. It's like, Can't you I know... just have my, my one moment of glory where I get to go down twice in the span of a yes. month? I know. That's kind of crazy when I found out you were going. I was like, hmm. Um, well, you'll have to, you'll be the first one down there with no mask, so you'll have to wow. let us know how it works out. Wow. So, I'm very excited. So we've all seen pictures coming out of Disney World today, and, you know, people are kind of excited about it. So what I thought was really interesting is was it was like when a celebrity is going to announce their divorce. So they they announce it, like, on late on a Friday, and that's kind of what Disney did. It's like, oh, hey, surprise. I Nobody's going to be talking about this this late at night. I didn't know they did that. Wait, so celebrities announce divorces. Yes. Well, and also like big, like government officials, if they're getting fired, they usually get, you know, like they can them on a late Friday night. Oh, because then the you weekend, know. nobody can do anything about it. Yeah, it's it. like slow news, right? Yeah. You know, except they're forgetting that CNN and everything else runs like 24-7. But yeah, yeah. So that's how it felt when Disney did it. I was like, hey. I'm like, oh, by the way. <laughs> Friday night surprise. <laughs> you know who they didn't coordinate things with, though? Who? Is the temperature folks because the temperatures were supposed to stop being taken oh, as of the yeah. 16th so they actually had to cancel them a day early so they've also done away with the temperature uh checks for guests at all the theme parks yeah 
Well, and I thought it was interesting too, because, you know, Universal did it on Thursday and Thursday night we recorded a show. It was me, Adam and Crystal. We recorded like really late at night, which obviously we're not going to put that out now, but we recorded a show and we said, we think that they'll have, you know, outdoor, no masks, indoor masks, right? Well, that's what Disney did. So wow. um, we, we guessed right for once, but, um, but yeah. I, I'm surprised so, Disney followed as fast as they did because whenever Universal came out with their no mask outdoor thing, I thought, okay, well, Disney should be next eventually, but I, I right. didn't think it'd be the next day. Yeah, I kind of thought we'd see something like, I, I really, you know, I actually told a client, I'm like, oh, don't expect it anytime soon because they've been pretty slow with all of this. You know, they've been very cautious, but you know, somebody said Disney and Universal are like the property brothers. Do you ever watch that show? <laughs> the twins? Yeah. So, you know, like one property brother is like really cautious and he's, he's like the bean counter. And the other one is like, let's do it. And they said, Universal's like the let's do it guy, right? They're like, okay. And the other guy's super cautious. I just thought that was hilarious as somebody who watches Property Brothers. Frankly, I can't tell them apart, but that's another well, story. They are pretty close. To, they look alike. Yeah. Did you know that one of them's dating Zoe Deschanel? What? Unexpected. What? Yeah, that's who she's dating, one of the Property what? Brothers. She got a divorce. She had some kid named Otter. I don't know what the other kid's name was. Wait and, a minute. Um, yeah. I am not even lying. Her kid is named like something Otter, whatever. Elsie oh. Otter. E L S E. Otter is the middle name. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Yeah. She's dating one of the property brothers? She is. Oh, she her, could do much better than that. Yeah, her star's fallen. Nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, Chris. Pop but that's bags, okay. The big glasses. Actually, I love her. Anyway, okay. All right, so let's move on now that you know more than you need to know about Zoe Deschanel's love life, which, let's be honest, she'll be broken up with him in a year. Um, okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it, that's how it goes, right? Okay, anyway. All right, so let's keep talking about the important news. So what do you guys think? Are you excited? Obviously, you're excited. I, um, I, the CDC, their recommendations, this is kind of how all this like got triggered. Mm-hmm. Was that vaccinated people can take their masks off, but these these parks now aren't really um, they're not checking whether you are or aren't, and and it's near impossible to confirm that. Also, Orange County, Florida, removed their mask mandate because they hit some kind of certain vaccination threshold. So I guess between the two of them, Disney figured out Disney and Universal figured out that well, I guess we can just just we'll do it halfway. And just do no masks for outdoors, masks for indoors, but anybody can do it. Because how are they going to know who is and who isn't vaccinated? Yeah, and you know, Adam, you say that uh, you can't really tell who's been vaccinated or not. And that's not that's nothing that Disney can ask because of the uh, HIPAA Act of 1996. So you can't ask anyone medical questions just like you can't ask when you go in to pick up a disability access card at Disney. They don't want to know what your diagnosis is. They don't care. They have to trust you and take you on your word. So, you know, I, I don't think that the parks could say only vaccinated guests can go mask free. You know, it, it, it's either all or nothing because they have no way to prove other than a guest's well, word. So, I mean, it's tough because a lot of people aren't comfortable with it and I get it you know um, I understand the concerns but at the same time 
I don't think we're going to get back to normal without it. So, you know, I'm all for it. Um, I think that from what I've heard, I've heard some people say that cast members were a little taken aback by it, some of them. And I can see, you know, I don't know how much of a, of a heads up they got, you know, which I think is interesting. I did uh, online Friday night. A lot of cast members were saying that they found out through the blogs and through yeah. Twitter, not through an official statement. I was I was a little surprised that they decided to just do it the next day and not give any warning or anything. Yeah, that is surprising. I mean, yeah, it's surprising. I mean, I feel pretty safe, and I but I don't work in that environment, right? I think I might feel a little different if I were working, you know, in a ride or well, I guess it's safer in a ride, but yeah. And this is the second time in a month that they've kind of, uh, you know, done stuff and not told cast members about it because they did the same thing when they were allowing people to remove their masks briefly for a photo. Yeah. Uh, numerous cast members heard about it first through the Internet as opposed to, you know, the normal chain of chain of command or management uh, in the parks. And, and that's it's, it's kind of sad that, you know, there are so many bloggers and yeah. posters out that official news, the minute, the minute anybody catches wind of anything, it goes to all of these posts, which then eventually becomes official. So this is like a big issue I have with bloggers in general. And Disney bloggers just seem like some of the most, I don't, I don't even know the word for it. I don't want to be rude, but I feel like a lot of them just, you know, they get like a little scrap of information and they run with it. And, you know, maybe Disney would like to announce things a little more slowly, but somehow there was a leak and all of a sudden every stinking blogger has something to say about it. I mean, that's got to be incredibly frustrating. I, I, but, you know, at the same time, Disney feeds that, you know, they're the ones that get invited to every opening. They're the ones that, you know, all of this, they get all these perks so, I mean, it's got to be a two-edged sword for them with, you know, great publicity. You've got these people in the park 365 days a year, like literally. But at the same time, they're getting information and constantly leaking it. And I think pushing Disney's hand for sure. So, I don't know. We don't we don't know for sure. We don't have any insight into what's going on internally. But I can't imagine that that they want bloggers to announce these things before they do. Well, that's just the way it is now. Yeah. Kind yeah, that's of. That's true. I mean, it's just the way it is. So I was just um, wanting to clarify. So when you're walking outside and I'm going to get my Mickey bar, I don't need to wear a mask. But no. when I'm waiting indoors in a, a queue and it's inside, I need to wear a mask. So if you're waiting in line, let's, let's clarify this guys, because it's a little confusing because we know if you're outdoors, you have to wear a mask, but what if the queue is outdoors? How does that work? So what I've seen is if you are outside of the queue, the proper queue that starts where the entrance is, you do not have to be masked, but as you are entering that official part of the queue, you have to be masked. So Slinky Dog Dash, there's an actual entrance to that line. At that entrance, there's a cast member asking guests to pull up their masks or put on their masks. Okay. Um, so if you're outside and in a queue, once you get to the actual entrance, that mask must be on. That kind of makes sense. If you have somebody telling people in that line, okay, at this point, you're going to need to wear a mask. I can, I can see that 
you know, being easy to follow. Well, this is this is all good to know because I have clients who were texting me like, hey, no more masks at Disney. Well, yeah. we're going to have to have a talk because it's not no more masks at Disney. It's just in certain times you don't have to wear them, but you still have to have one with you when you go. So let me ask you a question. I get up in the morning. I'm at Art of Animation and I'm walking to the bus. I'm not wearing a mask. I get in line for the bus. Am I wearing a mask? If it's an outdoor line, I think what he's saying is you don't have to. But once you get on the bus, you need to put it on. You're putting it on. And then I'm keeping that on until I get off the bus. I go through the security and ticket and the turnstiles. And then I'm good to go until I get into a ride basically or a shop or whatever or a show okay i'm wondering if this is the catalyst to bring the shows back because they're starting to seat people closer together yeah. they're starting to um loosen up on some of this stuff so i'm wondering are shows coming back we need those people feeders like the to get all these people in there what do you think well speaking speaking of shows they have stopped um skipping rows so both Festival of the Lion King and Walt Disney One Man's Dream are seating every row. They have also decreased the space between parties. Uh, and it looks like Festival of the Lion King has increased theater capacity from about 33% to around 50. Oh, that's, a, that's a good jump. I mean, 50%. I'm, I'm hoping they bring Nemo back. I love that show. Um, well, you know what? I mean, now that we are reducing our capacity... Or, or not our capacity, reducing our distancing and increasing capacity, they should be bringing back things that are closed because of, you know, distancing issues. I hope, I think, like the Nemo show, like Casey's Corner, like uh, Columbia Harbor House. I mean, right? Columbia I mean, I Harbor just... House? <laughs> yeah, Columbia Harbor House. I cool. guess you do um, like that. I love that. Uh, I love it in there. Um, I mean, they have... I understand they can't just flip a switch and open these things. I yeah. get that. But, I mean, I by rights, they should... And they, we know they increase capacity because another thing that happened that wasn't announced because it just happened was they had a whole bunch of uh, park pass availability for May and June. Yeah. Like, a ton. Just, yeah. like, oh, like, in an instant. And, and I messaged our group and i think some people were able to get it for their clients which was great i was able to change some things and uh in fairness they're adding park capacity they're limiting distance they're letting more people in we got to open up some of these things that have been closed and and let's go hotels we need the resorts open too because like and we were talking about this on the show that's not going to go up i mean like we've all had a really hard time like I think it's Bridget said she had like six or seven rooms she needed to book for November, but there's nothing yeah. for all of them to be at the same resort. She can't get it. And, um, you know, I mean, it's just like, as soon as you like, you'll quote something and, and Liza, I know, you know, this and Tony as well, you'll quote something. And then like the client comes back in 48 hours and you're like, yeah, that's gone. I mean, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's so frustrating. It just, it like, like we want to go back to work. We want to do our job and we're great for 2022. We're selling. There's plenty of availability for the most part, but for 2021, it is bleak. So if they could like my, my wish would be for them to open up Riverside and French quarter 
That would oh. take so much pressure off oh of us. Oh my gosh. If they could open up Port Orleans, I would be really, mm-hmm. really happy. Once they increase resort capacity, that's going to be that much more demand on the rides. So like Adam says, you need to get more of these attractions open because we already know from the uh, quarterly meeting the other day that Bob Chapek said that they have increased park capacity past 35%. Yeah. We don't know what it's at. He said that it will increase even greater now that the CDC has has reduced restrictions. So, you know, if they're not opening up attractions, these lines that are 30, 35, 40 minutes now are going to be increasing to 50 minutes or an hour. Mm. So, you know, we've seen we've seen the signage for uh, the Monsters Inc. left floor, uh, you know, open. uh, So. You know, you you need to open up these other attractions to start moving bodies into there because if you don't, you're increasing capacity. Your ride capacity throughput really isn't changing. You know, I, I don't think that the relaxation of some of the COVID protocols is going to offset the additional park capacity. Uh, so that means your wait times are going to go up, mm-hmm. you know. And then if you bring more people in the resorts, that's going to be more people, you know, you'd have to increase park capacity. So it's just kind of this, you know, the dog is chasing its tail here. You know, you you need more attractions because you've got more people, yet you want to open up your resorts to bring even more people in. So it, it's just kind of this, uh, you know, this circle that, that keeps going round and round. And, and eventually, when everything's at 100%, we're completely open, things are fine, you know, but it, it's just now it's that, it's that tough process that you need to go through of increasing park capacity what do you do to keep your wait times down well to keep your wait times down you've got to open more attractions because you're bringing more bodies into the park bring back fast passes too i want fast passes fast passes dining plan the whole nine yards dining plan the the need is there for it the desire to travel it's there and especially like so the difference between we always go to this one pizza place here in town because it's like everybody likes their pizza and the kids don't complain um and i think we were there like a couple weeks ago everybody had masks on pretty much and i live in north georgia which is not as mask compliant as some parts of the country i mean we have been wide open since may right pretty Mm much but everybody wears a mask because they ask you to. All the workers wear a mask. We went in there tonight and nobody had a mask on. There was one cute little couple that came in. They had a mask on. Um, so I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like as soon as the CDC made this announcement, everybody was like, whoosh. It's like when you come home and you take your bra off, right? You know, okay. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, you, you're just really happy to get rid of it. And that's how people felt about their masks too, you know? Because, I mean, nobody's wearing them now. And it's that way with Disney. Like, people are ready to go. And it would be wonderful if we could put those people into the resorts and in the parks. I, um, I do that all the time when I come home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was bemoaning the fact that I actually do wear a bra. <laughs> you wear a man's ear. Man's ear. Yay. The bro. The bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough decision. Is it a man's ear? Is it a bro? Anyway, okay. That's enough of that. Um, okay. What other thoughts do we have? So we know there's no changes yet in Disneyland, but hasn't um, the governor out there said that they're getting away with doing away with the mask mandate on? june 15th out there right 
He that's it was implied. It's he said he's hope he, it was like a I'm looking forward to that, but he didn't like go on and say yes. I guess it depends on where they are. You know, I guess he, he I don't think he wants to like do like what Florida does and just say and then it happens. I think he wants to like get to that point at a certain thing. Um, but uh, we don't know, but we also don't know when they're going to let um, out of state people into theme parks like Disneyland and such. And um, yeah. um, it, it, it is interesting how they have now the company basically has two different sets of rules for Walt Disney World and Disneyland in terms of how they're going to handle their guests. I just find the state of California to be a little bit wacky because no. they went from Governor Go, Governor Newsom went from being, you know, this hard line, not going to do anything, uh, we're not going to open to all of a sudden, you know, you can open the parks at mid-April. And now by June 15th, the mask mandate's going to be gone. You know, at the trend, at the way things are trending, the mask mandate's going to be gone by June 15th. It might have now, something to do with they the do recall. Have a cap, yeah, right? I think it has a lot to do with that. Because like, they nobody don't want wants Governor, to get get fired, right? Yeah. They don't want Governor Caitlin. Um, you know, the, the one caveat out in California is that the mask mandate, when it does go away, will not uh, go away for um, places where there are large indoor events where people from all around the world gather. So I think that's kind of a... a uh, pointing the finger towards Disney because they do get the international crowd. You know, the theme parks do get those international visitors. Well, not um, right now. They're not. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a while. I mean, they're well, not. so Disney, Adam, just so you you probably know this, but Disneyland, when you're talking international, it, it tends to be a lot of visitors from Asia, like Japan and Australia. And I don't think they're coming here, right? I know Australia for sure isn't. No, they're I not. Unfortunately, yeah. they're not <clears throat> right now for like, you know, leisure travel. You know, I think right. you have to have like a specific kind of visa to be able to come in. But isn't um, it weird to be in the parks and not hear the Brits? You can always see the Brits. They're always there. <laughs> you know, you can tell who they are. I mean, you can pick them out a mile away, especially at the well, water park. They're sunburned. <laughs> at the water park? Oh, I know. Without even, and then I'll well, hear him talk, and I'm like, I knew it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm pale too, so they're my people. Yeah, so. well, that's true, but but still, it kills me to not have our international friends over at Epcot World Showcase. It, yeah, it, I'm still. I'm, you know what? I hate that. Just... I'm gonna say something, and I don't mean to offend Canada because they <laughs> wouldn't apologize anyway. But I'm just gonna say. La Cellier, the servers are so much better now that they're not those college kids because oh. that was always one of my issues with La Cellier is you're, pl- you're paying signature prices, but you're not getting the signature servers mm. that you would get like at Yachtsman or California Grill. So like sometimes those kids are just not really into, into it, you know. Because so. Yachtsman service is fantastic. It is. And they California need to Girl. open that too. Darn it. <gasps> Yachtsman, I want to go back there. It's going to take a while to get back to normal, but honestly, I was telling clients don't expect those masks to be gone before f- late fall. <laughs> and now, now we're going to be there for the, you know, 50th, not wearing a mask. Like, I, 
Do you know what bothers me? And it's it's kind of like like I am pro. Let's do everything we can. If you want me to wash my hands twenty four seven, I'm going to wash my hands as much as you want. I do. That. I mean, if you want me to wipe things down, I'll do it. I'm going to wear a mask. If you tell me where to wear a mask, I will get a vaccine. I I have no problem with that. Do you know what really bothered me? Hmm. Seeing the kids. Yes. Like for some reason, it just seemed like hard to see kids. And you're like, I hope. Yeah. And I'm not even talking like kids like our kids age I mean like little ones like seeing little kids and wondering are they okay do they understand that everyone's just trying to make them safe I don't know it's, it's just hard kind of was depressing it's hard for kids too that have special needs because yeah it, it, they it was so hard for them to keep those on all the time yeah that was very difficult but I just had another thought yes when are the fireworks coming back because I really feel like it's gonna happen now I think well, they sh- they should be able to because they they're producing distancing. Yes. Um. Yes. And and I think and I know they've put out like, uh, employment uh, searches for fireworks technicians. Fireworks which, people. <laughs> I want to be a firework yeah. lighter. Yeah. I I like I would like there has to be a very small group of people that can do fireworks for Disney, and I feel like oh, Disney yeah. probably has the phone number for all of those people so is it the fact is it wrong that i am not missing the fireworks i thought you i thought you were saying is it ron <laughs> you know ron the firework guy a guy named ron there's only one guy named ron and he can do it no i just i'm like the only person i know who's like uh oh, whatever your fireworks you are crazy there's so many things wrong with me that's one of them <laughs> that's so. one of them yeah because fireworks are the the best i love the fireworks show and i, I do know. miss it everybody likes them i, miss I don't it. mind them from far away liza did you have you heard what they've been testing overnight in uh, epcot that big crazy monstrosity that's in the middle of my lake no they've been testing epcot forever your favorite show i think it's coming back epcot forever not that one mm-hmm. no i know it's your i know it's your favorite but wait, is it that, bad? I never even watched show, it. That show, I did see it, was so bad. And as a replacement for Illuminations, what made it ten times worse. Now, maybe the thinking was, is like, well, we'll do like a lesser, we'll do Illuminations, which is fantastic. We'll do a lesser show so that when we get into Harmonious, which is what's coming with all those barges, that people's expectations will be different because the previous show wasn't that good. Yeah. So now it's going to be like, oh, it. we're blown. Oh, I, I overthink every. I overthink everything. There's like not some psychological warfare going on regarding yeah. you know nighttime shows. I think there I might. No, there might be, I, man. Because that that um, Epcot Forever is not that great. The music, I can't. I it's so bad. You can't go from Illuminations music to that. I you know I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I was never into it, so I'm, I'm really not. I don't not, think you're I'm in a nighttime shows, it. though. I'm, I loved um, Paint the Night. Oh. Do you know why I liked Paint the Night? Because I just enjoy saying that because none of you got to see it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah it was okay. So <laughs> mad I didn't get to it. see it. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't get to see it. <laughs> like, that parade. I saw it twice. That parade, like, did not last like a lo- like relative to like the the Main Street Electrical, that did not last that long, and it was, I'm yeah. just like very surprised that very surprised that, that parade just disappeared, and then Main Main Street Electrical kept coming back like often, 
and we and like Peyton and I was like, yeah, we're done with it. It's like, well, like, it's why? so weird because <laughs> it was like over the top good, and you never heard anyone say, okay, well, it's coming to you know, like there was no reason, nothing. It was just gone one day. I mean, was it like ex- like was it expensive? Because it had to be expensive. It was like big it was a big time parade adam like it was the best parade of your entire life i'm really sorry you didn't get to see it <laughs> but like matrix electrical is like 50 years old like that had to be more expensive oh, no no because oh. the thing about paint the night is you've got like the parade in front of you and then you've got all this stuff going on on the buildings and you've got this music, and I mean, I don't even like parades, and if Paint the Night was going on, I would go see it. So, yeah, it was great. Well, yeah, hopefully, I mean, Disney, we, we all want a nighttime parade. Well, most of us, maybe. <laughs> a nighttime no, we parade at, at the Magic Kingdom. I'd love, God forbid, a parade at Epcot around the World Showcase. Oh, I mean, they, oh, so they should room. bring it back for the 50th. Imagine if they brought back uh, reflect, um, uh, Tapestry of Nations. Oh, I would have to book a trip. I don't even care. I'd have to leave. Is that the one with the lasers? Uh, yeah, I do remember lasers over the water with smoke. Yeah. I do remember <laughs> the tapestry something was, about that. Was the, was the uh, puppets. Like, they had the big puppet tree stuff. and oh, Yeah, I've yeah. got it's photographs that, Heywa, Heywa, that I took. Heywa song. Like, yeah. with my disposable camera. Back in the day, I have disposable camera pictures of that. Do you know what's funny? I mean, like, that was, we considered those disposable camera pictures okay at the time, too. They were like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. Kind of tell what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of crazy because you just don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was, that's what, um, you know, I should get one for my kids because, but then where are you going to develop it? Yeah, you have to go to the CVS. You get a vaccine and get your pictures. They do. I've seen people go in there and get them. Maybe they're like, you know, camera buffs. I I have no idea. Dang. Okay, I'm going to look into that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I'm I'm thinking this is really good for nighttime shows. I'm thinking it's good for fireworks. I'm thinking it's good for the performers because they're going to get their jobs. I think it's good for me, Chris Wood, because we need to book more vacations. Oh, yeah. But I think more people will want to go because of this news. Yeah, I think so, too. Do you think so. characters are going to start inching a little closer? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate because everything we say is wrong. Except our prediction from Thursday night. We were actually spot on. We could prove it, too, really. Generally speaking, we're wrong all the time, so... I mean, I'm just wondering, because, like, now it's like you take a picture of the characters, like, way behind you, like, hey, I'm back here. You know, I'm just wondering, are they going to be able to maybe not get super close, but closer? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, especially outdoors. Bobby Chapstick, in, the, in his interviews after the earnings call, did say that they are looking to bring back the the parades, the character meet and greets, because those are things that, you know, are very like exclusive to Disney and that people really guess. Want. And, and I mean, you know, character meals, as you guys know, or carry a premium price and 
and people want to do that. They built all those character meet and greet spots for like Verbell and Ariel and uh, Princess Fairy Tale Hall and all that. I just have to say one thing, which is that I object to you calling Bob Chapek chapstick because <laughs> I prefer to call him Daddy Warbox. Don't you think he looks like him? He, he does. Really does. Just like the tiniest bit. Like oh. I could see him adopting a little redhead Muppet and he her dog. Sh- he could adopt me. Yeah, me too. Uh, Maybe we could get a house in Golden Oak. Oh, we could if we were if he adopted us. Totally, we could do that. <laughs> oh, we could do it. So weird. I'd be okay. We need to figure out his status. I know. Hey, you know what? You could, you could dump your plan to um, date Bill Gates, and you could go after Daddy Warbox. No, I'd rather go after Daddy Warbox for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't want to date Bill, Bill Gates. Gates. Doesn't look like the type who would like be like, let's go to Disney, let's hang out. No, he doesn't have time for that. He's doing all kinds of other I'm stuff. Not, I'm looking to see if he's married or not. Let me see. He was born in 1960. Bob Chapstick. So, yeah. That's, He's they married have... to Cynthia Ann Ford. Who's that? It's really, of, I don't of, know. She's a lady. The, She's got big hair. Of the Ford uh, family? The yeah, Ford she's attractive. Motor company? I don't know who Probably. she is. I just know that that's his wife and she has some nice hair. Oh, that's so good. There you go. well, she's got enough yeah. money to get the hair done. Do you, mm-hmm. do you yeah, she, she can have a blowout every day. Do you think she gets it done at uh, Main Street... Um, a barbershop? Are they bringing I don't know. that I don't, back? I don't see any sparkles in her hair. Bring it back to the barbershop? I'm sure they will, yeah. I mean, it's pretty lucrative. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh, don't you think it is? Like, there, there's always, they're always busy in there. I've never walked past there and not seen people, you know. Yeah, it is. I don't think I've ever walked past it. And close enough to to see people getting haircuts. I don't think I've you haven't made that. Trek have you ever gotten a haircut there? No, no. Okay, oh. so I took Sophie. I think both Sophie and Thomas had. Yeah, they both had their first haircut there. What? So Sophie. Okay, so Sophie had really really long hair, and then Eric's friend talked her into putting her very long hair. She'd never had a haircut. Um, into a toy. That gave her instant, it was like some spinny toy. So the choice was really to cut all her hair off. So I gave her one, I gave her a bob and it actually looked cute, but it wasn't a proper haircut. So I think we were going to Disney like a month later and she just got it finished there. Um, It was adorable. So, and they were, they're wonderful. Yeah. And adults get their hair cut there all the time too. Since Adam's been growing his hair out. Mm, Yeah. This should be. Have you cut it yet? No, it's still, uh, it's it's long. Okay, so you're tentatively going to Disney at the end of the month, and if you don't go then, you're going in June. Please get it cut there, if they're open. <laughs> it looks good. Out. It has, it. my hair is like fallen now, I, I, is that the right term? To mm-hmm. like a good, I, 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 I'm, I think I like, I think I like it. I but, need to see but, this. But anytime I like, but then, then the hair falls in front of my face and I can't see. And then I, I'm sure you know, Fabio. <laughs> Fabio. <laughs> Do you think he has Fabio hair? It's he's got a sexy mane of hair. Yes, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna bring back the barbershop, they have to bring back. Uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique because that's that's lucrative. <laughs> that's definitely lucrative. 
they're making big bucks off of that. I mean, how much is oh, glitter? Yeah. Glitter's like what, mm-hmm. thirty cents for a jar? I mean, yeah, did you have your kids do that? No, Liza? no. How about you, Tony? Yes, we did it a number of years ago. Okay. Yeah, I hope you're not doing it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it with Sophie one time, and I swear they ruined her hair. Mm. So they put this shellac yes. hairspray, and I asked them to go light, and they put it in her hair, and like it would, it just her hair looked dull for like six months after. I'm like, what is this? It's like some sort of crazy, I don't know. So I always tell my clients, I'm like, you might want to ask them to go light on the hairspray. So. Yeah, I didn't do that. I just bought them both those dresses from the store, mm-hmm. and I dressed them up and put little crowns in their hair, and then we went and ate at the castle, Cinderella's royal table. Yeah, it's totally that was fine. Totally the smart thing to do, really. Although a lot of people like it. I mean, I've definitely had clients like that is when they ask, you know, here's what I want at 180 days out. That's what they want. Yep. Oh, me you too. Know, so. Lots of them. Which, speaking of which, this is what I was thinking earlier today. Do you know what I'm really missing? Behind the scenes tours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want those back. Yeah, both girls are now old enough to go down into the Utila doors, and we can't take any behind the scenes tours. I know. What is it, 16 and up? 16, yep. Okay. I would love to take everyone and do the uh, Wild Africa track, but for five people, that's just a little much. So that one's going to have to wait. Well, I can't wait till they bring it back. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That, those are super popular. And, you know, Adam and I did that, uh, what is it, Marceline to the Magic Kingdom? That's really, that was fantastic. And that's not expensive. That's affordable for everyone. So it was it was cute. But yeah, I need those to come back. I need all my food to come back. And oh yeah, rides. So <laughs> any thoughts? Feelings, feelings. Adam must have feelings. Sorry. Um Yeah, I had a lot of <laughs> <laughs> I ahead. just um I, I I am I am a little I am disappointed they just they just did it. They didn't give a warning um i feel like if you're if you're there on a vacation you're like there and you've kind of been like hit with a you know all of a sudden oh they just changed the rules on us do we do we keep going do we not go i I guess you got to figure that out um i think i mean do we do we have to eventually get to a certain point where we're not you know requiring them anymore and that's i get that i kind of would have liked a little more um time but like to just i guess get it because it just seems like they they you know in the today when this was all happening in real time they were trying to figure out what you know what is a queue like we just talked about it what is a queue what isn't a queue yeah what is outside what isn't outside like is is the um like i saw that that they were making people wear masks in the uh in the outdoor like shopping area at galaxy's edge because that's kind of like got a covering over it so it's kind of sense yeah but now you have but then you have to tell people to put them on and off and on and off and and um and i and i feel for the cast members that have to now explain another rule uh, how where you can't well that i definitely (laughs) feel for that well and and you touched on a good point, Adam, because like I was talking to a friend of mine, she, she owns another travel agency and she was saying, 
that she's had calls with people who said, we planned this trip based on the fact that our kids who aren't old enough to be vaccinated could wear masks and other people around them would be wearing masks. And now that's gone. So she's like, they're threatening, threatening to cancel. She's, and she said, you know, she's just telling them, hold, you know, hold on, let's see how this goes. Cause Disney is very flexible right now, especially about cancellations, but you make a valid point. I mean, if you're down there already, are you going to be uncomfortable if you have younger kids? Um, but you are somebody who's still worried about the virus. Cause obviously there are people who they're not going to get vaccinated and they are not worried about it. So for those people, we're not even talking about that. We're just talking about people who couldn't get it or the kids are too little, you know? So that's very valid. Yeah. Like they would have liked to have had an option, an but option, then they didn't yeah, have like, the option. Cause they just have, it would have, yeah, it would have made more sense to go, Hey, June 1st, but at the same time, everyone's in a, if, if Universal's doing it down the road, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> then your hand is kind of pushed, right? And That's they've true. already, and Disney has already had, you know, like I can tell you just, just anecdotally from what we're going through, we have had people who have said, I'd rather go to Universal right now because I feel they don't have park passes. I'm staying on property. It's easy for me to get in. They're more comfortable with that approach than they are with park passes. I think most people have gotten the park passes they want in general, but there's a level of stress for some people thinking, am I going to get into my park? Can I park hop? Whatever. So, you know, I can see how Disney kind of had to react um, pretty quickly, but I can also see why that may cause some issues. Yes. I am just very excited that the light at the end of the tunnel gets bigger and bigger. It seems with each passing day. So, you know, I, I know I've said it before and I'm, you know, I'm I'm generally the downer uh, yeah. or the pessimist of the group, and, yes. and I continue to say that that we're getting closer. You know, we'll get there eventually. Don't rush it. Stay the course. No new taxes. Uh, suddenly, I'm running for Congress. Um, oh yeah, I'd yeah. vote for you. Thank you, but uh, but you know, we're we're on the upswing, and let's just hope that things stay that way, and uh, we're open full capacity before we know it. Can I, can I ask you a question? Because you tend to be um, pretty cruise focused. In fact, I would say that's the bulk of what you do as a travel agent. Um, what are your thoughts on DCL? They just canceled pretty much everything through July, except for a couple cruises on the Wonder, which I thought were interesting. Yeah. How many times have you heard me say, oh, October, oh, January, okay, April. All right. No, no, June. <sighs> You know, I've I've gone with these little two month gaps uh, every other month. Um, you you know they they have canceled the dream and the fantasy now through the end of July. Uh, they're waiting to see what happens with the possibility of getting the wonder into Alaska without having to go to a foreign port first. Um, we know that the magic is going to be doing some staycations out in the UK. Um, even though I haven't heard about any crew being called back yet. Um, but the CDC is now targeting mid-July as when cruise lines can resume service out of U.S. ports. Now, there's still the issue of the, what, 74 COVID protocols that need to be in place by then. Um, so I, I'm really hoping that, you know, the July cancellations are it, that August, you know, as, as summer winds down, we see the resumption of cruising. Um, 
other countries, Europe has allowed cruising. Uh, Bahamian ports are allowing cruises. I believe China, maybe some of the Asian countries are cruising. Um, I, I don't know. I, I say August. You know, and ask me in two months and I'll go, it's definitely going to be October. But, you know, we're just not getting any real definitive guidance from the CDC, it seems. Right. And and you would think that if anything's going to happen, they've got to start lining stuff up. You know, you're talking about bringing in uh, a couple thousand crew members, you know, to, to get these ships fully staffed. And that's logistically that's that's going to be, um, you know, an, an issue. You know, you're, you're essentially moving a small army of people. And that's just Disney with with four ships. You know, you've got to get all of those those staff back at one time. Cruise ships usually have staff rotating in and out all the time, but they've never brought a couple thousand up all yeah. at the same time. So that's going to be very rough, but it's 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 going to be interesting to see. And it, it's just got to start playing out soon. You You would think. Well, and okay, so do they still have to do those practice cruises or is that not required now when you talk about protocols? Has anyone started those? They have not, but there is some verbiage of simulated cruises that they can do. Simulated cruises, maybe test cruises with volunteers. There, There's just, they haven't put anything in stone yet as to what the actual steps to get back at sea are. They've talked about it, but I have yet to see anything 100% definitive that says these are the steps that a cruise line must go through. Right. On top of that, you've still got the state of Florida that is attempting to sue uh, the CDC as well as the United States government to get cruises, uh, to get the resumption of cruise service uh, in the states. So that that case will probably continue uh, past the actual resumption of sailing. I just really want to sit on a ship and just stare at the water. That's all I want to do. Maybe eat some ice cream, you know. Do you want to eat at the restaurant, like the Remy? Oh, yeah, I want to eat there, too. That was fantastic. We need to get you there, Liza. I think you would like it. You're not not a picky eater, so. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know if they're ready. They're not ready for me. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going on. Okay, I think that does it for tonight. I'm going to turn the show over to Tony. Thanks, Chris. As always, I'd like to remind our guests that this podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out our website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris's team plan your family's next magical vacation. You can find us on all the social medias except TikTok. Is TikTok coming? What's the deal with that? We, I think we have an account, but we're afraid to use it because we've heard that kids will beat us off. Okay, so don't check for us on TikTok, but just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Chris, Liza, and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. 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 (laughs) Don't meet us out in the parking lot.